It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. The New York Jets are putting the full court press on Aaron Rodgers. They have met now multiple times. And as we record this, they are in California meeting with Rodgers in person. Trey Wingo, who broke the story, our pal here at Locked On Packers, joins us to talk everything Aaron Rodgers and the latest with his courtship with the New York Jets on a semi-emergency Locked On Packers. You are locked on Packers. I feel like we can run the table. I really do. Your daily Green Bay Packers podcast. Rodgers gets out. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Floats Your team. Cobb. Every day. Touchdown. You're locked on Packers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. I'm Peter Bukowski and I cover the Packers for The Leap, a newsletter I would love for you to subscribe to. Follow me on Twitter, Peter underscore Bukowski. Follow the podcast on Twitter, Locked on Packers. Like us on Facebook, subscribe to the podcast, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts. Wherever you find podcasts, you will find Locked on Packers, the number one Packers podcast on the internet. And the show for fans who know what happened, they want to know why and how. Trey Wingo started all of this. About midnight East Coast time on a Monday night with a tweet that said Aaron Rodgers and the New York Jets are meeting to discuss, you know, whatever, and that there is mutual interest, that Aaron Rodgers has interest in going to New York. That report was confirmed on Tuesday morning by multiple sources, and then The Jets sent in the cavalry, Woody Johnson, Robert Sala, Nathaniel Hackett, the whole brain trust, got Joe Douglas, got on a plane to California to, I guess, wine and dine Aaron Rodgers, to woo him, all of that stuff. So as we record this here at five Lambeau Field time on on Tuesday evening, with the understanding that more stuff could happen and we may have to go live on YouTube because we may get a trade. It seems like we are barreling toward a universe in which Aaron Rodgers is no longer the quarterback of the Green Bay Packers because you don't get to this point without having it gone to the point of no return. If you are letting a team talk to Aaron Rodgers, it is because Rodgers has interest in going somewhere else. I don't care what Adam Schefter says. I don't care what the reports are. He has to decide if he's going to play or not. No. You keep retirement in your back pocket to make sure that you get what you need out of negotiations. But no one believes that's happening. And we don't know if there's terms in place in in a situation. Most circumstances, it is okay. Um, we agree in principle, kind of on the bones of a deal. You got to you got to talk to your guy. You got to figure out what's fair and not fair and, and figure out a new contract or whatever it is. Make Rogers comfortable. This is a unique situation, though. This is a unique situation because this is not like trading for Lamar Jackson, who you're going to give a new five year contract to fully guarantee it, all that stuff. He's going to play five years. He's 26 years old. 
Aaron Rodgers is pushing 40 and may only want to play one more season, maybe two. Maybe you can convince him. Maybe that's what they're doing in California right now. Say, Aaron, come open up a two-year window in New York and become a legend by winning a Super Bowl with us and the Jets. That's probably what they're doing right now. Here's, here's what I'll say, though. If you're the Packers, you have to know roughly what is on the table. You have to, you have to believe that Joe Douglas and Woody Johnson are going are gonna to come to a reasonable number when it comes to compensation. So that's draft picks, that's players. You're not just going to like if they're if you think they're going to lowball you, you have to have had that discussion. And, and the Packers called almost a month ago to start all of this. And say, hey, uh, we're interested. The Jets have expressed their interest in the media. They've expressed it clearly in person to the Green Bay Packers. And it's possible that this was rolling down that hill at the combine when Brian Gutekinds gave those cryptic messages about it's got to be the right fit. It's possible this all started there, and at least the negotiations, the discussions, hey, all that stuff. We don't know that for sure, and I don't think it's it's fair to assume because of all of the things that are at play here. I think the only thing we can assume right now is that Aaron Rodgers is almost certainly not going to be the quarterback of the Green Bay Packers in 2023. You just don't get to this point and then mend the fence. It, I, I just don't see a scenario under which that happens, where Aaron Rodgers said, yes, we got to the point where I was talking to someone else, and then you repair the relationship for one more year. That I, It just doesn't make sense. And so if you're the Packers, all right, now you're, now you're in negotiation mode, and then you're secondarily in planning mode. Okay, if it's going to be Jordan Love, what comes next? What are the pieces that follow with the understanding that this tampering period opens, we're a couple days away from free agency, from tampering, all that stuff. Maybe you have to create a little bit more cap space. Maybe you want to go out and sign some guys. Maybe you want to make a trade. Maybe you want to go after a Brandon Cooks or a DeAndre Hopkins. All of this, you want to wrap up relatively quickly, but you don't want to give away your leverage. And the leverage in this case, and I know that there's this discussion that like, oh, the Packers don't have any leverage here if there's only one team bidding. Yes, they do. The leverage is Aaron Rodgers is under contract. He is a Packer. And if no one trades for him, he will be under contract in 2023 with the Green Bay Packers. So it, unless you really believe he's going to retire, and I don't. The, the Schefter reports that it's either retirement or the Jets. I think that is potentially a, a Rodgers side um, ploy, it is negotiation to say, if you don't make this deal, I'm going to retire and you're going to get nothing. That's, that's, that you, that's your powder to keep dry. And so every team has their chip. If you're the Jets, you're going, I don't see any other suitors. Why am I giving you two first round picks? Now, part of that might be to, you know, Aaron Rodgers. It's about, it's about how do you value me? Are you really good? If you're, if you are going to move heaven and earth, if you're going to get on a plane and bring the entire Jets organization to California to beg me to come play for you. Are you really then going to lowball the team that I have, you know, bled for over the last two decades? 
Is that really what you're going to do? I just don't buy that. I don't see it happening. Um, and so I think there, there is a possibility that this all happens rather quickly. If, if Rogers likes what he hears and this can all get, you know, if there was already a, a package that was pre-negotiated with Green Bay that they have a principal agreement, then okay. And and this is why when we talked about this the other day, the Jeremy Fowler money thing, oh, money is a potential impediment to this deal. That is the Jets negotiating. That is the Jets saying, look, we'll give you the picks. Help us out here a little and take some money. And if I'm the Packers, I'm going, no, you have backed yourself into this corner where you now have to get Aaron Rodgers or or spend $300 million on Lamar Jackson and give up your draft, you know, for the next half decade. And maybe they're willing to do that. Maybe Lamar Jackson changes everything. I don't think it does because it seems like the, the owners are going, we're not into this. That's why. You know, the Falcons, the the Dolphins, the all the teams that we expected to be in hot and heavy on Lamar Jackson are going, no, no, no. It's because teams don't want to do that. So I think ultimately this this comes in. There's going to be a first round pick involved in this negotiation. I think there's going to be a trade for a player involved as well. And I don't expect the Packers to eat that additional money. Now, maybe they're able to do something with the contract. So this option bonus is not exercised the way that that it looks like it could be. There's all kinds of little tricks that you can play with the contract to make it work. Where I think that we we can feel comfortable is in the understanding that whether it's the Jets or whether it's retirement or rather another team comes in and swoops in and if you're the Raiders and Mark Davis is going, wait, 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 I want to put my bid in. Um, then I think you're you're looking at a situation where Aaron Rodgers is no longer going to be the Packers quarterback. It's going to be Jordan Love. And we don't know much beyond that at this moment. And that's okay because we're going to get that information as it comes in. All right, we're going to get to Trey in just a second. The man who broke the news on Aaron Rodgers and the Jets and those conversations. Before we do, today's episode brought to you by our friends at FanDuel. The midway point of the NBA season is here and now is the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sports book because no cu- new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, super easy to use. Then you can bet on everything from the money line to point scorers and threes drained. FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a bigger payout. I love a same game parlay. Love a same game parlay. So don't miss your chance to get a no sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets. When you go to FanDuel.com slash lockdown, that's FanDuel.com slash lockdown to learn more. Make every moment more. Go to FanDuel.com slash lockdown today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. 
Joining me now, the man who jump-started all of the- I'm Aaron sorry. Rod I'm sorry. I apologize. <laughs> I do apologize. Who jump-started all of the Aaron Rodgers to New York mania that we got on Tuesday. Trey Wingo is not sorry. I know you, Trey. You are not <laughs> sorry at all about it. Sorry, not sorry. Um, I want to I want to start here. Let's go back. I, I saw you at Super yeah. Bowl. We chatted. Yeah. Yep. And you said this feels different this time with Aaron Rodgers. Um, why Why then did it feel different to you? I feel like there's more of a willingness for the Packers to, to move on uh, to me. Like, I feel like, you know, last year they were like they had to do they felt like they had to do whatever they needed to do to keep him, you know, back to back MVP seasons, you know, number one seed and obviously didn't work out again in the postseason. But it felt like they had all the leverage, right? And and that Aaron had all the leverage. And, you know, obviously they did whatever they did to sign him and it cost him Devontae Adams. And I think at this point, you know, it feels to me like the Packers are like, look, whatever. We just need to know. You know, I mean, it's, it's not like, what do we need to do? It's like, you just need to tell us what you want to do so we can figure this out for you and for us. Yeah, and and that is what I think has made some of the last few weeks particularly interesting. Brian Gutekinds at uh, the Combine essentially saying, we'll see, I guess. And that's not something you are used to hearing yeah. anyone say about their franchise quarterback. And and so it's not a surprise then when you see on your Twitter machine, you pull up a tweet from Trey Wingo saying, oh, the the Aaron Rodgers and the New York Jets are meeting and, and having, you know, whatever discussions are taking place that escalated into a, a private jet to California. Can you just walk us through what you know to where we are right now? Yeah, listen, and, and there's not a lot more that I can give you than the, the bare bones of that tweet. I'm just being honest. All I know is that the Jets have an interest. They, they've expressed that before. Uh, they're, they're, they're continuing to talk. There is progression. The Jets, I think, would like to get this done. But again, this all happened before Lamar Jackson got the non-exclusive tag, right? right? Like, who knows what the Jets are thinking now? Whoa, hold on. Do we turn around the plane and go find the 26-year-old instead of the 39-year-old? You know? So, I mean, everything is sort of fluid uh, at this point. But I do know that there is mutual interest and nothing's imminent from what uh, I was told uh when I put that tweet out, but again, that was, you know, 12, 14, 16 hours ago as we're right. taping this. So things might've changed dramatically over that time frame. All and I know is there's, there's nothing, there was nothing up to that point that Aaron Rodgers wasn't liking about what he was hearing. Well, that is certainly something as we move forward here. Are, are you, what do you make of the jets being so open about their desire for Aaron Rodgers? Like this is as, as naked and on front street as I can remember a team yeah. openly pining through the media. Of course, you have to do it through the media or it's tampering. Right. But like, what have you made of this, of all of the reports that like, yeah, the Jets are are way interested in Aaron Rodgers? Well, I think if you look at it, the Jets feel like they have a, a, a suffocating defense. I think they have, uh, if Brees Hall comes back, and even if, they, if Brees Hall doesn't come back till halfway through the season, they have a really good running game. Uh, they have a really good young receiver uh, in Garrett Wilson. They feel like they're a steady quarterback play away from potentially being right up there with the Cincinnati Bengals and the Kansas City Chiefs of the AFC. So this is an all-out move, I think, for them to go get what they consider to be a missing piece. Now, they have they have to fix their offensive line. That, that's a big concern. If I'm Aaron Rodgers, I want to know more about what you're doing on that offensive line. They, they could need as many as four new starters yeah. on that offensive line. But that's the only really sort of 
downside, uh, for if you will, for for Aaron in this situation. He obviously is is comfortable with the head coach, and and, uh, and I, I think that there's there's some things there that that work in his favor. Um, but the, look, the Jets. By the way, this is why you never believe what anyone says until they have to prove it, right? Because oh, we're still committed to Zach Wilson, right? <laughs> no chance that that's the truth anymore. Yeah. Now they well, have to say that in case it all goes sideways, and they have no choice but to play Zach Wilson, right? But that that's why they say what they say. But the Jets are being as as open and upfront about it as they possibly can without getting into real trouble. How connected do you think this is to to what happened with Derek Carr? Because there were all these reports that the Jets were interested in Derek Carr. That felt like their backup plan. In fact, that was reported that that was the backup plan. Derek Carr signs his contract. And what, less than 12 hours later, you have the tweet that says this meeting is taking place. Like, these feel very connected. Yeah, it's not a coincidence, right? Like, you know, and that's why I think as much as the Packers want to know, the Jets want to know. Because they're like, dude, okay, if this isn't going to work for us, we need to find another solution. So you need to tell us. And I, and I think there's probably going to be a, like a real full court press that's going on at this point. Look, don't if you're not interested, that's fine. But you need to tell us now. OK, I, we need to know how serious you are about this because we got we got a fix. And I, I think that there that I think it's all connected. But this is like, you know, we talked about this, Peter, last year, how it was going to be a crazy quarterback offseason. This offseason could be a million times crazier <laughs> yeah. for quarterbacks with what's going on with Aaron Rodgers, what happened with Derek Carr. I mean, the NFC South still outside of the Saints, they all need a starting quarterback, right? And what's going to happen with the first pick of the draft? And are the are the, are the Bears going to – I mean, I think they're going to not take Bryce Young. I think they're going to trade the pick. But how much leverage will they have right. knowing how many like, – uh, to me, a starting quarterback now in the NFL is like a thirst trap photo on Instagram, right? I mean, literally, like, oh, I want that. Give me that. Let, let me do that. Yeah. You know? I think that's what it's like. I mean, you could make the argument that half the league is looking for an upgraded quarterback and maybe maybe 14 teams now without uh, since uh, the Saints have signed Derek Carr. But you're talking about conservatively 10 to 14 teams that are in dire need of a starting quarterback. It's going to be insane. And yet we've already heard half a dozen of them say we we're not going to pursue Lamar Jackson, which seems crazy to me. I, yeah. I don't know what's going on there. I think that's a whole other podcast. Yeah. Um, and, and although we'll it's, see- it's interesting though, Peter, I'll tell you this, I've already spoken to players or folks at the NFLPA, and they're like, we're taking a very close look at what happens with Lamar Jackson. How can you not? Because, because everybody knows and everybody hates the Browns, right? Because of the contract they gave to Sean Watson. And that's yep. what Lamar's asking for at a minimum. And if I'm Lamar, I would do that too. Cause I've done more than, than Absolutely. Deshaun Watson has done as his career. So the NFLPA is keeping a very, very close eye on the market for Lamar Jackson. He's 26 years old, Peter. He's a league MVP. He's in his, this doesn't happen. You don't find no. a quarterback with his skill level on the market in their prime and suddenly nobody's interested. I think there's going to be a real close look on how this all unfolds. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What do you, what do you think? Like, uh, we, haven't, we haven't talked a lot about 
Aaron Rodgers and his comfort level in, in going to New York. Obviously, that is something that he has to vet. Okay, am I am I comfortable with Robert Sala? I have some understanding of who he is, Nathaniel Hackett, all that stuff. From the Jets standpoint, we've we've heard the story about money and and are they gonna eat some or are the Packers gonna eat some? Do you think that they're like these are are sticking points in any sort of real way, or is the genie out of the bottle here? Well, if if they want if if Aaron wants to go, because the Jets want him, let's let's that I mean we, that's that, very clear. That's yeah, very clear. <laughs> if Aaron wants to go, I think there's going to be some negotiations that have to be worked up. And you've pointed this out before on your Twitter feed. It makes more sense money wise for the Packers to move on from Rodgers now right. as opposed to after the 2023 season. The hit is still bad, but it's significantly worse after the upcoming season. You've pointed that out several times. So I, I think there's. While there's some negotiating to be done, at the end of the day, if you're moving on from Aaron Rodgers, you you need to move on from him this year as opposed to next year, and you need to find a way to to negotiate what those terms are going to be. For the Jets, I mean, where do you think this puts them in the conversation? Because when you look around the AFC, um, you know, who's going to be the quarterback in Miami? Apparently, it's not going to be Lamar Jackson. Um, We know the Chiefs and the Bengals are who they are, the Bills. That's the sexy DeAndre Hopkins team, by the way, which I would absolutely yeah. love. Um, yeah. Where do you think this this could potentially put them if we get, you know, 20, 20, 21 Aaron Rodgers? You know, it's, it's fascinating because it, even a bigger perspective, uh, think about if he leaves, okay, think about the talent gap at quarterback in the in the conferences. Yeah. Like if Aaron, when Aaron Rodgers. Jordan leaves, Love might be like the sixth best quarterback in the NFC. That's insane. And yet it's probably true. Like outside of Jalen Hurts, who, by the way, Jalen Hurts is going to have a whole new offensive coordinator he's got to work with in 2023 after his breakout year in 2022. After Jalen Hurts, who's the next best quarterback in the NFC? Dak, If if Rodgers isn't there, who is it? Dak. Right? Is it Kirk Cousins? Dak? Daniel Jones? I mean, I I think about it. And look at the Burrow, Allen, Mahomes, Herbert, Lawrence. I mean, it goes on. It goes on forever. In the AFC, and now you add potentially Aaron Rodgers to the Jets, and boy, I, the, I don't know if I've ever seen a larger disparity in top quarterback talent between the two conferences uh, than right now, especially if Rodgers does indeed jump to the AFC. Is there any way this is salvageable between the Packers and Aaron Rodgers? Because it doesn't seem to. It seems to me like the toothpaste is out of the tube, and there's just yeah. no going back at this point. It's either, as Adam Schefter intimated earlier in the week, it's either the the Jets or retirement. Is is there any is there any chance that you think that this is this ends with Rodgers and Green Bay? Listen, uh, anything is certainly possible, but it certainly feels like this is the inevitable outcome of the 2020 draft finally happening, right? Yeah. And what once 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 they moved up to take Jordan Love, this was the inevitable outcome. And Andrew Brandt, who worked for many years with the Packers, has said all along he believes the plan was to move on from Aaron Rodgers after the 2022 season. We're here. Um Nothing with Aaron Rodgers would surprise me. I mean, it's, you know, the guys, we've been doing this, like I said, we've been doing this for three years. So I'm not ruling anything out, but it does feel inevitable at this point that this is the breaking off point of the 15-year relationship. So I want to I want to finish with this because um, we haven't heard about interest from other teams. Um, and, and my assumption would be the Packers would like for there to be interest because it would drive sure. the price up. But from from it seems like there's a little everyone has a little piece of leverage right in all yeah. of this. So h- how do you think um, 
it, it, like, does this just come down to who is the most desperate? And the answer is the Jets or like, like, how do you yeah. see the, the negotiations going here? Well, I mean, like if you're Aaron, though, like you have to look at what is my best chance to win. Right. I mean, yeah. at, at the end of the day, at this point in your career, it's probably the Jets. It's it's probably the Jets, you know, or is it, you know, the Raiders <laughs> at the some Raiders. level, you know, because obviously Devontae is there and. And there's obviously that connection, but you still got to go through Mahomes in that situation, right? right? He's in your division. Like it's one thing to get to him in the playoffs to get through him in the division is a whole different dynamic. I mean, keep in mind, one of the greatest stats of all time here, are the number of road division games that Patrick Mahomes has lost in his career. Zero. He has yeah. never lost a road division game as That's a starting wild. quarterback in the NFL. It's absolutely insane. So uh, that might be why the Raiders might be mitigated a little bit. Uh, the only other one that makes any sense to me would be San Francisco, but it c- certainly seems clear that both sides are not interested in that. And on both sides, that makes no sense to me because you want to talk about a perfect situation, just to step right into it to a team that has everything you would want uh, to get you where you want to go. Um, but it seems like neither Aaron nor the, the 49ers seem really interested in going down that road. All right. Last one here. If you were Woody Johnson, what is what is fair to you in terms of compensation? Like, what are you what are you willing to do? Well, that's a great question. Um, and I, you know, trying to get inside the mind of billionaires is a yeah, whole yeah, different dynamic. So true. I, you know, like, and he might have a different idea than Joe Douglas, too, because Joe correct. Douglas is going to say, let's let's not go nuts here. Correct. So, you know, I, I think that if you're Woody Johnson and, you know, this team has brought you nothing but a lot of misery uh, for most of the time that you've owned the team, I, I'm not sure anything is is too little or too much for someone of Aaron Rodgers caliber. I mean, this is, this is the home run swing that every team wants to make. Right. And if you're flying out there on your jet to go do the thing, like we did with Brett Favre all those years ago, uh, you know, this is, this is what you, this is why you take the big swing. You're not going there to take the little swing. You're not going there to say, how about this? You come in and say, how about this? You know, and I don't think anything's too far off the table. Uh, and that might be very beneficial to the Packers in the, in the long run. Those of us old enough to remember, uh, and I know you were you were there for for a lot of it. The the Ugh. Aaron Rodgers, Austin Straubel, Tarmac, the Greta Van Susteren yeah. interview, all of that stuff. Somehow we have taken a time machine back to 2008 and we are there again. <laughs> this is wild. Trey, thank you so much for the insight. Time is a flat circle. Apparently we're finding out, Peter. Always good to talk to you, man. All right. Thanks to Trey for joining the show. Always great to talk to him. Remember, he had the Randall Cobb thing back in the summer of 2021. He said, look, Aaron Rodgers is coming back to Green Bay, but it's contingent on trading for Randall Cobb. He took a lot of of slack for that. And he was right because they traded for Randall Cobb and he came back. So um, shout out to, to Trey Wingo, who has been on this. Thanks for making Locked On Packers your first listen every day. Now make your second listen Locked On NFL Draft. Damian Parson and Keith Sanchez, who was just on our show, provide in-depth coverage of the biggest NFL draft prospects with deep dives into the sleepers and hidden gems that can change your favorite NFL franchise. Find Locked On NFL Draft wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Like I said, we're going to go live when we get news on Aaron Rodgers, on the, the real news, the it's it's done, he's traded, or he's decided he's going to retire because those are huge stories. But let I, I think we need to start operating under the assumption Jordan Love is going to be the quarterback in 2023. Mike Martz, for, for um, a little video that was posting on, on social media, said, 
as, as taken with a young quarterback at first glance as he has been in a long time. With Jordan Love, they showed a lot of the, the cut-ups from the, the Eagles game. I can understand. Jordan Love was awesome in that game. So um, really, really a lot of good stuff with Jordan Love to, to talk about over the next couple of weeks. And then, of course, we're going to spend the next six months talking about it as well. So follow me on Twitter, Peter underscore Bukowski. Follow the podcast on Twitter at Locked on Packers. Like us on Facebook. Subscribe to the podcast, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you find podcasts, you will find Locked on Packers. And when we get final word on Aaron Rodgers, we are going to go live on YouTube so you can stay Locked on Packers. Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.